This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays, 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. We'll get a text here, by the way, on Jordan Peterson. We'll talk about this after 2 o'clock. What Glenn says, the left have a problem with Jordan Peterson because his facts and common sense crush their rhetoric and ideology. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Uh, you should be careful going around thinking that because um, it's, it's a little egotistical. I mean, it's kind of it reminds me of how Sandra Jansen, right, thinks the only reason conservatives dislike her so much is because they're afraid of her. That she's so popular or great or awesome and they, they just they can't stand it. And so that's why they criticize her. And you know, sometimes people criticize people they disagree with because they disagree with them. So the only way to sort these things out is for people to have an exchange of ideas and, and uh, let people decide who's, who's right and who's wrong. I mean, maybe Jordan Peterson's right about some things. Maybe he's wrong about some things. Maybe his critics are wrong about a lot of things. Right? But I just think people have their, their own opinions, their own views, and when they encounter people that have different views and ideas, there's what we call a disagreement. That's okay. All right, I want to get to this story. This uh, I found uh, kind of interesting. I wasn't aware of this. Uh, there's, there's a couple of malls in Calgary that are under the uh, umbrella of Cadillac Fairview, Chinook Center, and Market Mall that are using facial recognition technology that tracks the ages and genders of, of shoppers but does not notify them that they are doing so, does not obtain their consent in doing so. Now, you can understand, I guess, why malls would want to have an understanding of who's coming to their malls, demographics, etc. But is this kind of technology going too far? Should people at least be aware that it's being used? And what's being done with all of this data that's being collected? So, yeah, there's some questions being asked. Now, the company in, involved is uh, declining to comment uh, about all of this for now. In other malls, other companies are, are very quick to say, hey, we don't use this. So it appears as though that's just the, the two malls we're talking about here. Now, joining us uh, to share some, some more thoughts and concerns about all this, Sharon Polsky joins us uh, with the Privacy and Access Council of Canada. Sharon, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Thanks. It's wonderful to have this wonderful discussion that has gotten so much interest. Well, and it's an important issue, right? I mean, it's we talk a lot about privacy these days and what seems like constant uh, barrage of our, our privacy rights. So, uh, first of all, I mean, had, had you heard of this technology being used elsewhere? I actually have. Uh, there's been an awful lot of uh, experiments and street front um, demonstrations of how invasive this sort of technology can be. Uh, or you can go into big box stores in Calgary and anywhere else, and there are a lot of stores that can track everything from where you go in the store to whether you actually pick something up off a shelf. Uh, it's been several years now that uh, the people at head office in the States could monitor what you looked at on the store shelf to see how long you 
uh, hold an item? Do you turn it over? Do you show it to someone else? And as soon as you pick up the item off the shelf, the change in balance sets off a camera so that they can analyze the information. There was no notice. And as you said in, in the lead, you weren't aware of this. If there is no notice, nobody's aware that this is going on. If you don't know what's going on, you can't question it. You can't object to it. Uh, you don't know that perhaps your religious convictions are being infringed on. Uh, you don't know that a form of surveillance is being used to invade your privacy. We need to know. Right. Well, I mean, we, we obviously give up some privacy when we go to a mall, when we go into a store. Uh, there are surveillance cameras, for, for example. We're going to be seen by, by other people in the store, and they're going to see what we pick up or what we put in our basket or what we, we buy at the, at the checkout. So where, where do these things start to cross the line, though, in your view? Well, you're right. People do see when I walk into a store, what, whether you pick up this pair of socks or that pair of shoes. And it used to be that somebody was stationed outside the store to, with pen on paper, count how many people, how many men, how many women went in. But they weren't, that's all they were recording was gender, the number of bodies by gender. With technology, they can do an awful lot more. Uh, and to analyze a face, to be able to identify it, that's assuming it's identified correctly, an awful lot of facial, technolo- facial rec technology is less than accurate despite what the American TV shows want us to believe, um, to be able to, to analyze the image, even if the image isn't stored for a long time, it has to be captured to be analyzed. It might only be a nanosecond that that image is captured, but it is being captured. And my facial image is my personal property. Uh, then other technology can track who I am, because an awful lot of people take advantage of the very convenient uh, free Wi-Fi. And as you walk through a mall or a street, uh, again, this is not new technology, your footsteps, the exact pattern uh, can be tracked. Do you stop in front of this store window? Do you back up? Do you turn? All of these little data points can and are gathered And that can be combined with you having stood for a certain length of time in front of the information board where your face is captured, but not kept long. And then you, by Wi-Fi signal, are tracked. Did you actually go and look at the storefront uh, that you were asking about on the information board? An awful lot more information can be captured. And since we're not being told that is being done, we can't say no. We can't exercise our legal right to ask for uh, access to the, in, the personal information that the organization has captured about us. We're left very much in the dark. Well, yeah, when, when it comes to using public Wi-Fi, there's at least the terms and conditions. Probably most people don't read those, but at least that's, that's there. When it comes to uh, CCTV or, or security cameras, typically when you enter a store, it will say it will be posted somewhere that we use video surveillance. So, again, maybe people don't pay attention to that, but at least it's there. In, in some of this technology, though, and this is an important point, then, there's really not any kind of notification anywhere about any of this. No, there's no notification, and most notification, even if it says, uh, be careful, you're being watched, that's not adequate. It's supposed to identify 
who you who you can call, not only to uh, express concern if you have any, but to ask for a copy of the information that's collected. Again, as is your right. Um, the notice is not adequate, and really, organizations in Canada have been able to get away with that sort of behavior, disregarding full compliance with the privacy and access laws, because the way the laws were written, they're fairly unenforceable. There's not a lot of penalty if a company doesn't comply, because the privacy commissioners, except for Alberta and one other, really have very limited power to force an organization to comply with the law. Even the federal privacy commissioner can ask a company to comply. If we had what Europe now has, the General Data Protection Regulation, the GDPR, that's much, much stronger, and it provides people with true privacy protection because now in Europe, privacy is considered a human right. Here it is considered a quasi-constitutional right, but the laws aren't written uh, for the 21st century. Canada's privacy and access laws have fallen terribly behind. Is is there any solace in the fact that this is relatively anonymous, that a a store using this technology, they might have my image or, you know, some description of me, uh, my, my... ethnicity or gender whatever but they don't have my name they don't have any any personal or identifying information about me or or do they but they do and more than that we don't know if they do because they have your face if you drove there or if you walked there you probably have a cell phone that has uh gps technology it's got all sorts of apps that are distributing information from your phone and often you don't even know what that is even if you've read the so-called privacy policies, that the wording, and I've written these, and I've, I've uh, examined an awful lot of them, they are generally written in very vague language. We will collect your personal information to provide you with a better shopping experience, a better viewing experience, a better whatever that, for business purposes. That's so broad. Anything could be permitted under that. And that's, I, I would argue, not really a... a an informed consent. Uh, and when you go into the mall, you've driven there or walked there, your phone is pinging your location. It might be identifying you from the information in your phone that it's divulging without your knowledge. Uh, it's got, your phone has an, a unique identifier number, not the phone number, but the device number, and that can be tracked. There's other information that could be gathered uh, whether it's your path as you walk through the stores. Companies also often gather information about us, not only from our social media, but from what's referred to as data brokers. These are companies that will obtain data from organizations we actually deal directly with, and that's where it falls into this vague consent I consent to, to you collecting my information for these general purposes. And as part of that general fuzzy language, you then sell my information to a, someone else who might sell it to someone else. And down the road, it's all collected uh, by a data broker, you know, like a Cambridge Analytica sort of thing. And you've never given that organization consent yet your information and an awful lot of very personal information 
can be sold and gathered and looped right back to be combined with your face. So they know a lot about you, even though you haven't consented to it. Now, going forward, and, and we're probably going to encounter more and more of this. And, and look, from a retailer's perspective, if technology allows you to better understand your, your, your customers or which customers you're attracting or not attracting, or sure, they, everybody's going to be interested in that information. So what, what kind of protections need to be in place going forward, oh. in your view? Well, it would be very interesting for the people who are not only developing the software, and the technology, but the uh, the merchants and the organizations that are putting this technology to use, for them to become subject to it. Because usually when it's affecting someone else, people don't get real concerned. Once it affects them, then they realize, oh my goodness, you mean you you know who I am. You know that I looked at this product or that. You can tell who I was with, who was standing next to me. They start to realize just how invasive the technologies can be. Then they change their tune and start building privacy into what is built. Uh, the, the technologies, the surveillance devices, it is possible to do it in a way that truly does respect privacy, does respect civil liberties, does not infringe on an organization's ability to innovate or gain economic advantages, but uh, the companies have to be willing to do that, and there has to be political will to change the laws uh, to give us truly effective privacy protection and genuine access to information. That's something I'd say everybody should not only put in an access to information request if you're concerned about what information has been collected by you at a retail environment or other organization, but contact your elected representative and say, I want these laws updated. They were written when fax machines are being developed. It's the 21st century. We need modern laws to protect us against modern technology. Sharon, appreciate the insight. Thanks for making some time for us here today. My pleasure. Anytime. All the best. Take care. Uh, there you go. That's uh, Sharon Polsky, uh, who is president of the Privacy Access Council of Canada. Her concerns about this. And what's interesting is the reason this came to light is somebody posted on, Red, uh, on Reddit, on the website Reddit, a photo uh, of one of the uh, mall directories at Chinook Center. Someone had left open a browser window <laughs> Uh, that, that basically exposed this facial recognition software that was running in the background on the digital map. So, yeah, Cadillac Fairview confirmed that they are using the software uh, at Chinook and at Market Mall. Um, the spokesperson told CBC that we don't require consent because we're not capturing or retaining images. They say the data is used in aggregate to understand directory usage patterns and to create a better shopper experience. And people may not mind that. Right. And yeah, I'm getting a lot of texts that, yeah, so what? That's no big deal. Stay home if you don't like this. Sure. Okay. Fair enough. And maybe we've come awfully complacent about privacy just because there's so much of this out there. But it's not unreasonable to at least have some rules around this stuff that if you say it's for a certain purpose, then it should be for a certain purpose. You say you're not storing the data, then you shouldn't be storing the data. If you say you're not sharing it with third parties, then you shouldn't be sharing it with third parties. People at least have a right to know that this is being used. Most people probably won't care. If they post this on the doors of the mall, say we use this, this software, and most people won't read it. People who read it probably won't care. 
They want to go to the mall because they want to go to the store. They're meeting their friends there, whatever. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.